Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Welcome to episode number 10. I'm Alex Anderson. As many of you know, I have a very close relationship with Alden Lane Nursery in Livermore, California. Alden Lane is where Quilting in the Garden is held annually on the fourth weekend of September every year. And what Quilting in the Garden is, is an outdoor quilt show held at this incredible, incredible nursery. Many of you have come, and if you have, you know what I'm talking about, or many of you have probably seen an episode on this on Simply Quilts. But anyways, through the creation of several of these quilt shows, I have become part of the Alden Lane family, or at least I consider myself a part of them, whether they want me or not. But recently, Jackie, the owner, invited John and myself to go to this incredible exhibit at the DeYoung Museum in San Francisco. It was actually opening night tickets to a display called Bouquets to Art. And what this particular installment was about, it was about celebrating the floral art form. And what it is, is there are specific floral designers chosen in the San Francisco Bay Area and they're giving, given a painting to do or to match a floral arrangement with. So when Jackie told me about this, I thought, well, this sounds really cool. This will be a lot of fun. She said, again, it was the opening night and it was a dress-up affair. So that was really neat because um, John and I could get out our grown-up clothes and go into the city with uh, some of the Alden Lane folks. So we got out our grown-up clothes, and um, there's actually a picture of John and myself on the site. You can see how we clean up. <laughs> Anyways, we piled into a minivan and went over to the city. It was a real blustery, rainy day, but fortunately, the weather permitted, and we got in all safe and sound and dry, I might add. I had no idea, no idea how wonderful this event would be. First off, the DeYoung recently reopened, I think just in the last month or so. So it's in Golden Gate Park, and I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it had um, earthquake issues. The building itself is incredible on the inside. I didn't see the outside because it was raining once again, but the inside was very, very interesting as far as a museum goes. Lots of rooms, lots of displays. I would say that the lower floor has more the contemporary work and the upper floor has more of the historical older pieces. But w we were greeted by... Um, just some wonderful smiling ladies giving us a program and kapow, the first arrangement just absolutely struck me. And all of a sudden I realized this was not going to be just flower bouquets. These were going to be sculptures out of various forms of vegetations. They were, I just can't even begin to tell you. Now, I do have a picture on my website, alexandersonquilts.com. It's of one of the floral arrangements. And if you look to the back corner of the picture, you can, of the picture on my website, you can see the painting in the museum. 
And what was so overwhelming to me artistically was how the different designers interpreted the paintings, sculptures, um, glass pieces in the museum. Some were literal interpretations and others were just obviously inspired by the work. And it got me thinking about us as quilt makers and our own personal creativity. Sometimes people will take a picture that maybe they've taken in their garden and they will literally interpret it in their quilts or they will just use it as a springboard for something wonderful. Now this exhibit at the de Young, unfortunately, only is for four days after the opening night for obvious reasons because the flowers and the vegetation is going to fade after a few days. It was fun at the opening evening ceremonies because it was with all the foo-foo people of San Francisco, all the who's who and all that. And, you know, nobody knew who I was, and I'm certainly not a who's who in San Francisco, but it was fun to be there. I do have to mention the food. For dinner, they had what is called small plate servings. We secured a table, and then we would go to these different stations and take a little plate of whatever was being offered at that table. At one table, it was seafood, like oysters and shrimp, and oh, it was so good. Another table had more meaty foods, like for instance, in this one little glass, it was like a parfait glass. It had a little scoop of mashed potatoes, and then you could choose the type of beef you wanted to have on top, and then you put toppings on top of it like an ice cream sundae. And it was funny, my friend John was over at one of the tables with me and I had these lamb chops in my hand. There were two beautiful baby lamb chops crossed with, uh, I think it was like an apple type of sauce to the side. But my eyes immediately went over to these beautiful slices of red meat on this other little plate. And I wanted to take it, but I didn't want to look like a piggy. And my friend John said, Now, didn't John want you to get that? Meaning my husband. I said, well, yes, John, thank you. So I walked away with my two plates, you know, trying not to look like a total A1 pig. And then what you would do, the room was big enough that you would go to different stations and different areas so that your pigginess would not be found out. (laughs) But anyways, it was an incredible evening, totally inspiring. And um, the next day I called my mom and dad and I said, You need to get in there. You need to get in there today. I was struck by the creative process of the different artists that were invited. Some of the bouquets, I would say, were obvious. For instance, there was a painting of a gumball machine, and the floral arrangement was literally a gumball machine, only it had um, carnations as the pieces in the gumball. But some were just so out there that you thought, how in the world could that person have come up with that? And it started me thinking about my own creativity. And and frankly, I, I will get in slumps. And then other times, um, my creativity will just be on a roll. I'm currently involved with reading a book called The Artist's Way. And it is wonderful. It's basically a 12-step program to get back your creativity. And I'm working through it very um, religiously. It has been an incredible experience. 
One time on Simply Quilts, um, Ellen Ann Eddy was on, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with her work, but it is incredible. And in order to prepare for the show, I got a copy of her book and I started reading through it. Um, my daughter was in sport volleyball at the time, and I took the book with me. We were at the meet for a whole day, and I went outside when she wasn't playing and just was taken in with the book from cover to cover. I got to one page where Ellen wrote to the reader specifically about where's that little girl inside of you or the little boy inside of you that was so overwhelmed with a brand new box of crayons. And where did the creativity go? Did it go when we were mopping up the dust balls under our bed cleaning or when we were making lists or basically just getting by on day-to-day -day details. And I have to tell you, I read that little paragraph and tears started running down my cheeks because where had the creativity gone? Well, you know what, folks? It's there in all of us. Every single person on the face of this earth has creativity inside of them. And it's a matter of whether or not we choose to use it. I think it's rather insulting to the great creator if we don't use it, because after all, it is a gift. Now, not everybody implements their creativity in the same way. For instance, my dad's a woodworker. My mom really is not one who I'd call a crafter, but her creativity is in her lifestyle in her home, in her garden. It's how she uses her creative spirit. Recently, in going through the book, The Artist's Way, I went to the local art supply store and I bought a brand new pad of watercolor paper and watercolor pencils. And I sat down and I started just drawing really simple quilt blocks. And it was really quite wonderful because it stepped me into the moment that so many times I just ignore, so many times I look the other way, so many times I am not tuned into. It made me feel like a little girl again, drawing on a blank piece of paper. So I really challenge you to do something creative this week. It might be a creative adventure or journey where you go out and just drive in the country and look around, or it might be getting a brand new box of crayons. As an aside, my mom, her favorite gift at Christmas is a brand new box of Crayola crayons, you know, the expensive box that hasn't been broken into. I can even smell it while I'm describing this to you. Or maybe you want to just go for a walk and pay attention to what's around you. But look and see the colors and see the universe and let it touch that creative part inside of you. That's my challenge for you this week. But I'd also like to thank those of you who have taken the time to email me about this podcast thing. You can contact me at quiltcon at alexandersonquilts.com. Again, it's quilt 
con c-o-n-n at alexandersonquilts.com I really, really appreciate all your kind words, your suggestions, and if there's something you want me to talk about in an upcoming episode, I would love to have your ideas. So I look forward to hearing from you. And until we meet, we quilters do get around. Happy quilting! For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.